Hi, this is Benny Pugh, pulling up on Wolf and Unicorn Show. So happy to be here. Had a great discussion about you know, the past, the present, and the future. A lot of great ideas being shared. Stay tuned and listen. is loud on the intro today. I am today. loud today. I'm here. <laughs> Last week we heard her in her in mouse whisper. voice and yeah. now she's I'm nice here. and loud. I'm present. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got a very special guest today. Benny Pugh, music executive for over three decades. Woo. Former uh, president of Rock Nation and he currently started his own recording label uh, slash distribution, uh, music distribution company. Uh, shout out to Benny Pugh. Welcome Ooh. to the show. What's up? Listen, y'all intro so hard. Like, <laughs> yo, I, yo I, I mean, I've been in music. I ain't never sang. I'm not a rapper, but I swear I was like, one, two, one, two. You, you know, know I mean, ready to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt it. I'm like, yo, let it go. Let it roll. Jump. I'm not a smoker, right? But if I smoke, that beat would be hard, right? <laughs> That's definitely a smoking beat. Yeah. <laughs> really nice. and figuratively, right? <laughs> right, right. Shout out to my cousin Luke made yes. that intro for us. Big Man, Luke, yes. you better go, yo, Luke, you better go get uh license that because you know I'm running with that tonight. Luke's going to get jacked. That's my beat. <laughs> you got to go up the road to go get it copywritten. Because if not, that's my beat. I'm Is telling right? you now. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Luke. Uh, check out his Cozy Tapes playlist, by the way. Yes. It's very, very dope. He's got some fresh beats on there. Yeah. Um, and we we're actually putting together a competition for some of the artists that we have on our show to right. rap on that beat. And the winner will get a prize that we will decide on. We haven't decided We're what it is. We're still thinking yet. about it. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. We'll to see, see what we'll the see. budget is, you know. Let's we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Benny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? It's the first time we're talking to you. Uh, hopefully not the last, but tell us tell us about your journey. Oh, man. So, where do we start? I mean, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys so much for having me here. Um, special time in my life. I see that you guys are, what, now three years at the show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing, right? And um, actually, it's commitment. When you think about when you put your mind to something and you're able to uh, activate and see the finish, you get great things like this. You get longevity. Um, it's simple for me, man. I'm a father. I'm a team builder. You know, I'm an executive, real estate investor, and I'm also, um, you know, uh, just just recently got into uh, technology. Uh, my journey all started uh, out of college in the music business doing stand-up, which I uh, started my career at Motown Records after leaving St. John's and, nice. you know, opened up uh, one door that led to another door that led to another door that got me to on this show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open the unicorn. So right. well, I made it. I know I made it. Now, <laughs> we made it. We made it. We got it. Oh, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> We got Benny in the house. Right. What we we have? You got some big names on your resume, so you know. We, I, let's say we all made it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, go ahead. 
So, like I said, you do have some huge names in your resume, so we oh. wanted to give our listeners just a little bit more. Of, you know, you ha- you're a jack of all trades. You know, you do it all. But let's just go a little bit more in depth and like um, more about the music industry and you know how's it going there, what you're doing now, um, and just a little more detail on like your own label that you you have started. So, um, as I said, I started my journey at Motown Records after um, graduating from St. John. And uh, it was really interesting that the um, promoter, uh, the local promoter, Motown Records, booked me for a show up at the uh, Cello, which was on 1996 in Amsterdam. And at the end of the show, she asked me, what was I doing? And I didn't even put my resume together. You know, let's be clear. At that time, I didn't know anything, what my plan was. And she asked me if I wanted to be her intern. No one ever told us what an intern was, but I said, yes, you know, that's the way we do it. We just say yes and figure it out, right? <laughs> right. Yes. I went down to the office, went down to Motown, and and um, it was kind of odd because my background prior to that was sales. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd work for Citibank, you know, I'd sold fax machines door to door, you know, uh, sold cutlery, like, you know, there's knives for all of y'all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was a real cat on doing it, um, selling from that perspective. And so when I went to Motown, I went with, you know, what I was used and accustomed to wearing, you know, like, you know, a pinstripe suit, three piece suit with, you know, my wing tips, my attache case, but that ain't music culture. So when I walked in, everybody was like, yo, he either gotta be an Amway salesman or the FBI, right? (laughs) Nobody in this building, right? So, um, needless to say, um, got in and, and really fell in love with uh, um, the opportunity that was given to me. And, you know, I think what the big asset for me at Motown was that, um, you know, I was very administratively sound. So I helped support um, uh, the uh, promotions person at that point and doing a lot of her administrative work. And that uh, people noticed me, right? They noticed my, noticed my diligence and my consistency. And one opportunity led to the uh, to the next, and then mm-hmm. up there and went and worked for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis at uh, their label, Perspective Records. Did that for like 364 days. Yeah. Left there, right? Uh, went and worked for MCA Records in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, went to Arista Records um, in Washington D.C. Did that for another uh, year and a half. So that was all the early. Monica, Bad Boy, okay. um, all of that good stuff, right? right. Uh, Outcast. All the stuff we're seeing on Versus all, today. Yes. All of that stuff, right? <laughs> Left there and then went to MCA and got a big job, right? Um, came back to New York, uh, then uh, got promoted and went to the West Coast. So I spent some time on the West Coast for seven years, which is a totally different life, right? You know, New Yorkers, it's hard for us to live anywhere. <laughs> and LA is really hard because... You know, you just waking up being intense every moment of the day, right? And LA is just, it's more laid back and simple. So it took me a minute just to come down off of that, but had a lot of success and really defining, you know, my craft, you know, work like the Mary J. Blige album, the four albums after the 411, Casey and JoJo's All My Life was a part of marketing promotion. That Shaggy, it wasn't, it wasn't me. Shanti's got a man, The Roots, um, We all, you know, their first number one and Common's first and only number one, right? All of that good stuff and decided it was time to come back home after spending a stint out there for seven years and moved back to um, 
New York for Def Jam Records, which was an amazing opportunity because the the people in power at that point, you know, Def Jam was a closed shop. Like they didn't let a lot of people from the outside in. They were the original family culture. So I just wanted to be in, right? I didn't know how long I was gonna stay, but I wanted to be there to learn the secrets, the trade secrets. And you know, it was a it was an amazing opportunity. And then the guys at the top, they left. And uh -huh. in comes LA Reed. And LA walks in and it's fire, man. Like we go from you know, a uh, 2.3 market share at the label for a nine-year run uh, to 11.3. And some of the artists that came out of there noteworthy, um, DJ Khaled, Rihanna um, okay. came during that time, Neo came during that time, Justin Bieber came during that time, uh, uh, Young Jeezy came, Rick Ross, mm -hmm. we had Fab, right? So we had a lot of good stuff, right? Excellent, 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 right? And I'm um, super excited. Then I left there. Yeah. <laughs> and epic records and uh really got an opportunity to see the business of music right behind the scenes on on how things work um once again i was able to sign talent uh sign um future yogati uh cash out riding around with that nina right yeah, yeah. um and uh had a lot of fun there and the left there and went to rock nation and um you know um, was able to put um, some things together there and decided that, you know what, um, I'm going to step out on my own, right, and okay. start my own distribution yeah. called Divorce Media, which we're full-fledged marketing and promotions uh, distribution um, label that we can put product out for new and developing new art artists. Now, that was a long-ass intro. <laughs> that was amazing. We'll take it. Yes. <laughs> Give us a good background on you. Right. Yeah. Ran through the whole res resume and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hit us yep, <laughs> location by location. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thirty years of music, basically, and and mm -hmm. you know what 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 drives you to stay in music? What do you what do you love about working in the music business? Yo, you know what's really interesting? What I love about it is it's it's a business where you can change people's lives, right? Like you know you are a part of making someone's dream really come true, right? And giving them the best opportunity to fulfill what it is that you know, they have a desire and passion for. And um, that's what's most exciting to me. Like, you know, when you take someone who's relatively unknown, right, or not known at all, and then they become a star, yo, there's nothing more rewarding than that, right? Mm -hmm. That you guys have put that plan together and, and uh, it paid off. That's amazing. So now do you get like, all the people at the family barbecues and you know at the barbershop trying to rap to you trying to get signed or like what's that like man listen you know how we do i tell you i tell them i don't do that <laughs> yo it's the man that does that <laughs> all right i'm just the man next to the man man <laughs> yeah. right it's not like come on I'll never forget I had a pastor like, yo, even I had like a pastor was like, yo, you know, my nephew, he uh, like, come on, be like, I'm here, for <laughs> I'm here for church. Like, do it ever stop? Yo, yeah, like, relax. <laughs> even we, we told, we have a Facebook group where, yeah. you know, we kind of, you know, communicate with our listeners and people who like mm -hmm. the show. And we told them, you know, we tell them when we're having a guest on and, you know, we ask them, you know, if they have any questions here, you know, ask right, them right. here, we'll ask them for you. And uh, one person was like, uh, can you get me on the call? I'll spit for him real quick. Got a few bars. <laughs> Yo, Tell him I got bars. <laughs> Yo, see? 
Yeah, right. they all do, man. Everybody do. <laughs> Yo. See, now you got COVID, so you can go, nah, nah, B. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Step back, step yeah, back. Yeah, you know, of course. No, no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're going to kill me with that. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about uh, Diverse Media. Like, what exactly is the focus on there, and you know, what are your goals with that company? Independent artists, man, giving um, artists an opportunity to um, get a mentoring opportunity as well as learn about the business, right? And, and learn how to maximize you know, their talent, not only just from a talent perspective, but also from an economic perspective, right? So you know, we can outsource or do things in-house, right? To give you the best opportunity to really be a part of your career. Right, right. That sounds pretty cool. Do you, yeah. are, do you, is, it's not a record label though, it's, it's distribution, or is it, or is it working yeah. on a record label? Thing, yeah, so we have, so I have artists on directly, as well as their licensing deals where we do, um, we upload and do the distribution for folks. So, okay. you know, there are various different entry points you can come in and get our services. Right, and I wanted to ask you a little bit about the music industry in general. I always, I, I'm not like familiar with it, you know, all the details and nuances of it in contracts, but you know, I hear a lot of the times, you know, I get people in these contracts and they want to get out and the companies are doing this, doing that. How, what's the problem with the contracts in the music industry and why, you know, is it causing so much havoc you know, for the artist? Well, I mean, you just have to think part of it is, is that people haven't educated themselves before they actually do a deal. Um, just think about it. You guys are a young couple, don't want you to put your business out, but just think about it, whether you have or you will, right? If you think about when you go purchase your first asset, right? What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to research, yeah. right? You're going to go to different banks. You're going to see, you're going to figure out what loans are, right? You're going to figure out what the rates are. You're going to find who's the more reputable institution, right? You're going to figure all of those things out before you actually just sign, right? So now put it in different perspective, right? Everyone's not complaining about the record companies. I ain't hear Drake say nothing, right? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that ain't saying that is nasty, right? So ultimately, I think what happens more importantly is that people rush in excitement and lack of education. So is it the deal or is what you accepted, right? Mm -hmm. Because no one's putting a pistol to your head to sign anything. What you're allowing is your anxiousness and excitement to take control. And that's just in business, right? Mm -hmm. So when you look at those circumstances and you look at why people have done what they've done, the question then asks, why did you do that, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to when, like, what we want to teach the kids is take your time and do the work first. Because if you're talented, someone's going to find you because you're talented. Someone is going to find you if you're talented. Trust me when I tell you. So you don't have to do anything you don't want to do and do the best negotiations possible, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you want to do, whether you want to be an independent or you want to go to a major, right? Do what you can live with. It's probably the best, best way of looking at it. Well, I have a question in regards to like new artists and their um, rollouts. So a lot of people, um, you know, the just the audiences have complained about artists these days and how they usually don't have a proper like rollout. Um, so I just wanted to see, you know, your opinion on that and see if you have noticed a difference in rollouts from like back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago to the rollouts today. 
um, just to get like a, you know, an expert talking about it because people on Twitter love to talk about rollouts and promotion. But, you know, we, we want to hear it from somebody who's actually doing that kind of work. Well, I think, you know, it's a consumer, right? Um, is an educated novice, right? Because like, you know, you hear guys in the barbershop when we were in, right? Everybody has an opinion on somebody's release, right? But they don't know what actually happens behind. They know what they're marketed as, right? And mm-hmm. and, correct, and correctly so, some are going to be perceived better than others. But a lot is also what's received by the marketplace, right? Like just because, you know, you didn't go as far as you wanted or, you know, chart-wise or you weren't able to get a show or guess what? You performed and nobody clapped, Right. A lot of that is indicative of who and what you bring. And it might not be your season yet, right? Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you know, having a strong team, you realize how to develop and know what to ask for and what's needed at each opportunity along the way as you develop, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know what? I just signed a deal. You got to put me on Saturday Night Live. Well, guess what? You're not ready for Saturday Night Live, right? right? And you might get the opportunity because somebody pushed the button and you fall flat, right? right? Because you're not ready. You don't have a base. You haven't you haven't set yourself up. You know, there's a lot that goes into knowing when to push the right buttons so that there's really a spring effect. And right. I think that's what's most important. Everybody wants everything. Don't get it wrong. Okay. We all want everything, right? There's nothing wrong with that, but there's timing too, right? Right. And that's where the strategists and the people inside the company actually determine what, you know, along with the artists in many cases, what's the best timing for events. Right. Uh, And you mentioned earlier a little bit about real estate and and tech you're getting into. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit on what kind of investments you're making or what kind of business you're in? So I've been in real estate um, for over two and two decades and some plus, you know, yeah. Um, You know, that was really important uh, for me when I first started in the music business, where I realized there weren't many salt and pepper pepper haired black men walking around record companies. So what I did is I worked two plan A's. I talk about that in my book that's coming out this summer on on impact. Yeah. Um, Was creating my own retirement. So, you know, the benefits of, of the corporation was to take the money and also plan for, you know, the future. So I bought one property, which became another property, which, you know, came a small company that that also, you know, is something that I'm super excited about and a part part of every day. Just got involved in um, a tech company called Candid, which uh, we're in beta now. It's a social media monetization app where um, we're super excited where, you know, people get an opportunity to now uh, maximize on their content. You know, you can... On our site, yeah, you can a post is between 40 pieces of content and 10 one minute videos, right? And you can either go from uh zero to 99.99, right? Mm-hmm. But it's you to decide the value of what you perceive the content to be. So we're kind of like you know the Amazon of content, okay? All right, might have to give you a call, check that out, you know? Yeah, we got some African-American tech. Yes. <laughs> I'm about to rap for you now. Hold on. Let me get some oh, bars ready. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, back to music real quick. What uh, trends have you seen, like, with COVID and everything? I know people can't perform these days, and, you know, a lot of artists make most of their money 
you know, through performances and concerts, like what, how are artists now kind of utilizing these new times and, and, you know, making the most of them? I mean, really jumping in with their, with their fans, right? Like mm-hmm. people really making connection with, with the audience more so than ever before, right? Like uh, just because there is no other resource. So I think as you see, as we come out of COVID, you'll see who's done a really good job creating their fan base and who kind of who didn't make it right? right and again you can't blame anyone from that because now you have a captive audience right so you know and everything can't be TikTok, but TikTok is a part of the equation right and right. Right. you know how you yo were you ready to sell merch you know like <laughs> was it your business or somebody else's business right mm-hmm. can you make beats can you write songs can you know how much of your career are you now in control of to be competitive with everybody else who's vying for this right now, right? This right. store right here, this information system right here, and that's what's going to be, you know, a defining factor on how you create with your fans. Right. 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 There's also this like downside to being completely virtual and like on social media twenty four seven because so many times, you know, your fan base gets to know this other p pe- other part of you. Um, and like your opinions and sometimes it's not all that great. So I feel like for a lot of artists, um, you know, maybe management or people, you know, their teams are kind of pushing them towards, you know, being online, but just doing these, like, like you said, these TikTok dances or doing this or doing that. But, you know, there's that fine line where like, you don't want to share too much or say something wrong, and then your fan base is all of a sudden like, you know, on the cancel train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a downside to the whole um, <laughs> virtual thing. Do you do you agree with that, or do you think it could be different? It's an element. I, I just think it's it's an, a, an element, right? And it's uh, a good way, obviously, at this point, to create an audience. But once you get the audience, there has to be talent, right? Mm. Like if you're a singer, whether you can go to on tour or not, right? You need to have strong songs that people can fall in love to, in love with, right? If you're a rapper, right? Then guess what? You people need you need to recite so people catch it, right? You need your hooks need to be tight, right? Mm-hmm. So and you need to once again be important um, to realize what the value is of just being focused on your talent. Right. Have you ever, I know you worked with a ton of different people, but have you ever been like starstruck when you met somebody or, you know, worked with somebody? Starstruck? Nah, man, you can't stay in the business if you, nah, that's groupie. <laughs> I like the way, yo, you see how you got that fly? Like, you really you gonna ask me if I was a groupie for somebody. Like, are you serious? Yo, like, that was wild. Listen, I like the way you went in with that, but like, I caught it. Like, yo, you a groupie? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's some people that I was really, uh, there's some people I've really been enamored with, though, like, from their from their work, um, eat it. Um, and you see why they're stars. Like, Lionel Richie was an amazing, amazing talent, but also an incredible business acronym. Mariah Carey was you know, like old school business, like straight up about her work, right? And right. it was all like, she's, I still have something in here. Like she was so on point. Like she'd remember your birthday, did handwritten cards. Oh, wow. Like, yo, things like that go a long way. Like when you okay. buy for people's attention. So I guess the, the, the folks to your question are the ones who really, are committed to their craft and committed to the business, right? right. Um, because they're artists, right? So 
Right. You know, that comes, that's baked in the cake. But, you know, being an artist and having amazing business, you know, that's that speaks to a lot. Wow, wow. Sure does. Yep. Uh, let, let's get into a few Facebook questions. We had about four or five, so let's let's make sure we get them in before yeah. we you know move on to. We love our else. Facebook. Peeps. We love our Facebook group. Uh, if you want to join, it's Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/WolfandUnicorn, and you can talk to us directly. We pretty much post in there every day. Share clips, share random advice, share anything that we have to yeah. offer. So, uh, yeah, check it out if you guys want to get in the conversation, and if you have questions for our guests, of course, you like Benny and these questions here, you can ask them. So That's here it. we go. Let's get into the first one from Philip. Uh, what is your favorite book and what book are you currently reading? I'm reading The Blue Ocean um, right now. Uh, it's it's uh, that and and you know what? The Alchemist, believe it or not, is like one of my it's like one of my faves. Right. Yeah, it, mine too. Uh, <laughs> yours too. Yeah. Like I love hope. Like, you know, I just love it. So that's that's where I'm at, Philip. OK. And uh, okay, so Alchemist is your favorite, and Blue yeah. Ocean is the one you're reading now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, this one's from, we have quite a few from Greg, actually. Oh my God, Greg went crazy in the comments <laughs> to, for um, asking you questions. So, okay. are you ready? <laughs> pa- Papa G was formerly a co host on the show, and then he took a step back. So, he's always involved, but yes. had a lot of questions for you. Uh, first one What are some ways artists can stand out to labels and get their attention? Uh, well, it's, it's, once again, it's talent driven, right? So what are some of the things labels look for? Streaming success, marketing success, right? Obviously touring at some point is going to come back. So value is, is one of the, what's most important always, right? Mm-hmm. How can we enter to a partnership where we both benefit? Right. Um, and what's the best way for an artist to like get their foot in the door? Like you said, I mean, you don't want people coming up to you, rapping to you, you know, and things like that, like, you know, other than like uh, social media, like how do you get somebody's, you know, get their foot in the door if they're just starting out? How do you get the attention of, of, of a record company is one, you're going to have to do research. People can't give up doing the work. Like, you know, if it was just that easy, not doing hard work, everybody would do, yo, everybody would do it. Right. So finding out, who are the people in artists and repertoire, A&R? Find out who the people mm-hmm. who are in marketing. Find out who the local radio stations, right? Find out what the platforms, how they're, how they're now uh, accepting, you know, new music or new programs, right? Figure out how to get yourself exposed that people will now start to talk about you is, right. is the best mechanism. So you got to do the work. Yeah, yeah. It's a grind. Mm-hmm. Like any other profession or anything you get into, you want to put in that work. Right. Um, uh, and if an artist is not the main attraction, uh, what other avenues can they explore? You know, if they're good at making music or good at rapping, but they're just not, they don't have that star quality. What, what can they do to kind of make money in this industry and make a living? So you're, <laughs> I want to make sure I'm getting that one right, right? <laughs> so you want to be an artist, but you don't have any talent <laughs> and you want to figure out how to do the business or... You somebody who wants to get in the music business because it those sounds are like responsive. Have, it sounds like they have some skills, but they're just not getting the attention for whatever reason. You know, they just don't have that star quality, maybe. And it's just not attracting people, but they do have some skill. So what your talent is, is what you should pursue. So meaning like, you know what, you're you're an you're a rapper, but you actually produce better than you rap. Right. 
you're a singer, but you actually write better than you sing, right? right. <laughs> now you need to travel and make yourself available in those avenues on where you can get attention that you actually are more prominent than you right. might be just as being an artist, right? right. Knowing right. the truth in you. Like, you got to know what you are, right? You know, it's not like being a, a child where your parents come to your performance and go, oh, you was great, baby. Right? <laughs> oh, you was great, baby. Right. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> it don't work that way. <laughs> right? No, you you will get booed. <laughs> you will get booed off the stage. Smart truth. <laughs> That's right. And last question. Oh. <laughs> Can I... <laughs> Can I spit for you was the, was the last question. Come on, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> That's the same it? guy. It was the same guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's we'll, awesome. We'll, uh, uh, Papa G, send your tape forward it to, to yeah, you get me No, absolutely. Yo, listen, I'm not going to run away from a potential star, but right. send it to you, send it to me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, will, yeah. we will send you information yeah, out to Yeah, yeah, we'll pass it on. And I'll get right to Papa G, man. <laughs> Pop a hot. Pop a it, D. See, that's what you got to do. You got to grind it. Listen, somebody going to be on this show today? I'm going to be hurt. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. I'm I'm digital. This is my first digital pull-up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to ask about the, um, like you mentioned, like that star quality. Sometimes people just have that, like, je ne sais quoi and, like, that... um, I want to say confidence, um, but let's say they have that and they the talent doesn't equal um, the level of confidence or uh, star quality or just like, uh, I don't know, charisma. How do you deal with that? How do you tell someone like, listen, man, you you might have to work on, on your rapping or your singing, um, but everything else is fine. Like, how do you go about that conversation with artists, especially when they're starting out? Um. People like the truth, and obviously you give them at the truth they can ha- the level of truth they can handle it, right? You know, if you're somebody like I'm the kind of person I want you to just to tell me off the rip, yo, Benny, that's whack, mm-hmm. right? Because you're not gonna hurt my feelings, right? But if I realize that you're sensitive, that might not be the appropriate way to get it. You got to get the truth, right? You got to get that spoon, but know how to dose it out. That's all. Right. Right. But ultimately, the truth has to happen. Or we all fail. So right. that just becomes the answer. Just, you know, giving them the truth. Yeah, I appreciate the truth. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. I think there's a yeah, lot of people. Like, stop making up stories and right. you're lying. Like, you know, it's right. moving me around and no, I ain't good. And everybody right. laughing, I ain't funny. Like, yo, yo, you're the greatest me. No, right, I'm not. Right. right? I, I, like, I tend to not always you know, I, I kind of like back. I just don't say nothing. Like if it's my friend and they do trying to do something and it's like not good, I'll be like, you know, <laughs> who, who's up there? Believe it or not, they've known they've known to grow to learn that about you, right? Right. right. When you're excited, you're yeah. going to say that. When you're not, they're like, ooh, maybe I ain't hot. <laughs> Oh, he was up there. He was up there doing doing something. So, you know, yeah, yeah, he's still my, he's still my people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't appreciate being surrounded by like yes men. You know what I mean? Like I I want to yeah. hear. Like you said, it doesn't have to be completely harsh. But if you just tell me what it is and say maybe you know this part wasn't so great or you could work on this part, there's an opportunity for growth in this area, then that's fine. Yeah, like I just yeah. feel I just feel like people are like especially artists are so 
protective of of their work and their craft. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we can't just. But also, we like two artists of. I mean, like you're a creator, so it's a different mindset, and that can just why it has to be delicate and given in the portion for the moment is you don't want to send someone into a shell just because, you know, we need to make an adjustment, right? And in time, we can get to that. That's where the relationship piece comes in, right? This isn't flyby, right? Like, and that's why it's trust needs to be established um, in a creative environment with a creator. So everyone's not going to get that opportunity to be in that trust circle to have that level of conversation. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right, I guess we can uh, get in some shit we don't like. Uh, if that's ahead. all right with you, baby. Uh, Benny, would you like to participate in shit I don't like today? Ooh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Right, Give me, let me things I don't like. <laughs> Go for it. Things I don't like, or <laughs> I don't like, right? Is everybody on social media, but no one's doing anything socially. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Very true, very true. Anything else before we pass the mic? Nah, right? man, I'm going to let y'all rock. You can go off. You can go off if you want. Yo, yo listen, I'm mad. This I don't like is that I'm still being charged, right, for my parking lot, yo, during the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, right? Yo, yo, I don't like is, Yo, I don't like is that the lines are not shorter at the supermarket, right? Right, right, right. right. We felt that oh, one this man. weekend for oh, sure. Man. Oh, I got another one. I got another one. Go, go, go for yeah, it. Let's go. go. I don't like is that the church is still taking offerings. <laughs> you know, that ain't that ain't never going to no, stop. Not, not. <laughs> right? It don't matter what's going on. Yo, you know, get me, like, you're looking at the churches, nobody's in it. And right. you're like, what? <laughs> Yo, baby, like it's it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. <laughs> no, but I don't mind giving. Listen, I'm gonna give her and I'm gonna tie this. So that's a joke. Those are jokes. This is jokes. Of course, of course. Everybody, everybody give me a shirt. Yo, everybody Just had to get that off, though. <laughs> let it go, yo. Let it go. Appreciate you, Benny, for participating in shit I don't like today. Okay. Daddy, would you like to participate today? Oh yes. Okay, go for it. The mic is yours. Oh, I have a grocery shit I don't like today. <laughs> we just mentioned the lines at the grocery store, but one thing that's been happening recently um, that I've been noticing is like, obviously, you know, you're inside the grocery store, you're trying to social distance as much as you can. Um, they do have a limit to how many people can go inside the grocery store, but once you're inside, it's like you can do whatever you want. Um, so the thing I've noticed is people just standing in front of foods or like in front of the, you know, the freaking lettuce or the dairy and just sit, standing there <laughs> looking at the food. And I'm Trying just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, pick up your lettuce and go. We need to keep this right. going. We need right. to, you know, we're on a tight schedule here. We, we usually want to be in and out of grocery stores. Right, right. Like that is not part of my life. You know, that that's something I need to do. But it's not my life. Being at the grocery store is not my life. So I need to get in here, get what I need, and get out. <laughs> and I have I have uh, dietary restrictions, so I sometimes do need to like read labels and stuff. But I make sure I'm on it. You know, I read it, 
Does it have what I need? That's it. Take it, put it in the cart, go around. Like, yeah. stop standing around the food, <laughs> just looking at it. What is this? I'm glad I got that off. I'm glad you got that off, too. It sounds like, you know, really bothering you. I saw it, too, the other day at Trader Joe's. And it was I just, just want to, like, like, push him down. Yeah, <laughs> no, <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, Move right, out of my way. You better not put your hands on nobody. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> We yeah. could just complain on the podcast. We yeah, won't. Yeah. We won't touch anybody. Right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, mine, mine is pretty simple. I know usually I go in and go into great detail, but I think mine is simple. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think we've been in this new year almost two weeks now. Hmm. I, I, when you, I'd like to get your opinion before I go oh, in a little oh, bit, man. but like, when, when is it too late to start? You know, start saying Happy New Year because people still say Happy New Year, and I'm like, you know, it's kind of. You know, I agree with the first day, couple first few days, but I think it's getting a little crazy now. It's just like you know, Happy New Year! Like, all right, it's that was eight, eight, oh, man. ten days ago, twelve, two weeks ago. What? <laughs> I well, I'm Dominican, right? <laughs> so people say Happy New Year well into spring. <laughs> like, if you haven't spoken to somebody and since last year, and then they hit you up for something, and it's you know March, and it's the first time you're talking, they're like Happy New Year, by the way. So it's like. <laughs> Okay, uh, happy new yeah, year. Uh, April, I'd be a little extreme. I was thinking. No, no, no. They they still say it. if it's the first time you're speaking, they will say it. So for wow. me personally, I don't mind it as much. I just don't say it to people. Right. I feel like like the second week is like the second when you week stop. is a good cut. Yeah, that's right? when you stop saying right, it. Right, right. All right, all right. I'll, yeah. I'll give a little couple of days, but you know, after that, I'm just I'm not saying it back after. <laughs> It back. <laughs> I'm not saying it back after January 14th. Do not wish me Happy New Year. Oh, wow. And uh, we'll, we'll call it that, you know? So you're going to wow. say thank you? I'll just say a little peace sign, <laughs> little peace sign or something. You know, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying Happy New Year back after oh, wow. the 14th of January. All right. <laughs> All right, then. That's a strong stance that you're taking there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to put my foot down somewhere. Yeah. I got to put a line. You know, that's it. Yep. Unless it's like your, your Dominican family, of course. I'll make an exception. Oh, they will be so offended. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. To the, I wouldn't do that to the fam. I don't mess up our relationship over some nonsense that oh, I said yeah. on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this doesn't apply to you guys. <laughs> right. Um, all right. I guess we can run into a quick game. Benny, we got a game called 25 Questions. Yadi will read off some questions and you can answer as many as you can in three minutes. Are you ready? Hold on. Is there a prize at the end? Uh, we can give you a prize if you want. All it right. could be our our love and affection. <laughs> oh, we can man. we can. <laughs> if, if you got a mailbox, we can send you a wolf and unicorn sticker. There you go. Oh, there you go. Now I'm ready. All, All right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> the time will begin as soon as Yadi finishes the first question. Okay. Ready. Go. All right. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Orangeburg, South Carolina. If you could be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Lion. Uh, why? Oh, man. Come on. King of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you have your... explanation? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite color? Purple. Mine too. Um, name the best TV show that you binge watched during the pandemic. Uh, I'll come back to it next one. All right. What scares you the most? Dark. 
Name something that you've tried that you you will never try again. <laughs> oh man, something I never I'll never try again. Bungee jumping. Oh nice. What was your first job ever? Newspaper. Boy. Name one thing that you could never give up. Love. If your life were a hashtag, what would it be? Pound Benny. If you had to pick one superpower, what would it be? <sighs> oh, hard question. One superpower. <laughs> X-ray vision. I want to see your soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, coffee or tea? I do both. Nice. A, a coffee. Describe... <laughs> a coffee. <laughs> um, describe your life using one word. Fulfill. Name your biggest role model. Malcolm Martin. If you had to be one cartoon character, who would it be? Black Panther. What is the most useful thing that you own? A pair of socks. <laughs> what is your go-to food spot and what is your favorite dish there? Grissini's. And it would be the John Dory fish dinner. All right. What's your favorite song right now? Oh, it's always the same. OJ's Backstabbers. <laughs> uh, what is the first thing you would do if you won the lotto? Don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite season? Spring. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not working? Hiking. Uh, use one word to describe how you're feeling right now. Elated! <laughs> what chore do you hate doing? I don't really do chores, man. Nice. Oh. All right, that's cool. <laughs> uh, have you have you ever had a nickname and what is it? Oh man, I gonna put that out. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so whack. I'm not even gonna let people, cause you know, uh, B, B. All right, <laughs> all right, that's time. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> didn't get to the 25, but we will still send you a sticker, of course. Of course. Because you are a very special guest and now family of the Wolf and Unicorn podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your favorite, um, let's go back to your favorite restaurant. Where, what is that? What's it called? Where is it located? Uh, well, so we're kind of like in different minds, right? It's pre-pandemic. So, right. Um, Grissini's Italian restaurant in uh, Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Okay. Right. Nice, awesome. nice. You know, I like to try all of our guest favorite restaurants. It's like Oh, absolutely. You guys are close so. enough. Yeah. Oh, I can always go to Golden Crush in White Plains, huh? Ah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you gotta, right we got to come to the Bronx for the Jamaican food, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> What is it, 233rd with the little drum guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm from yeah, 238. Yeah, on the pit. <laughs> yeah. All right, that All was right. awesome. Appreciate you. <laughs> Benny Pugh, uh, as you all know, we like to end things on a positive note. Yes. Uh, Benny, if you'd like to participate, you can give the people some type of inspiration, some type of guidance, some type of positivity to get them through their day, their week, their month, whatever they may need. Are you in? I'm ready. All right. The mic is yours. 
Hey, listen, we made it through the year. We're now into the day. Yo, every day is a, a blessed day and builds you into the better day for tomorrow and everything to come. Keep your head up and stay focused. All right. All right. Thank you, Benny, for that positive note. Thank you. It's been another monster pod, everybody. We've had Benny Pugh here giving us all his knowledge about the music industry as well as the real estate industry and tech industry. All the industries. Uh, all the industries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Benny, for coming through. It's been another good one. I hope we can get you back on at some point, hopefully when your book releases or something like that. Yeah. We can, you know, help you push it and get you back Absolutely. on here. <laughs> awesome. Um, Thank you so much. We haven't Thank played a song. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we haven't played a song in a while. We got a, you yeah. know, we got a musical guest here, so we got to play a song yeah, today. Play a song, I play a tune, we got to play a you tune know? for the, you know, got Betty B. You can't just go without just playing a song. <laughs> All right. All right. So we've got a song from one of my favorite artists and a friend of the show, Donnie Durek, who just had his 12 Days of Donnie. Some of the best songs you're going to hear in the holidays. Uh, this one is called 100 or More. Check it out. <laughs> See how I'm on it all. See how I'm running it all. See how I'm running it all. Hey, look. Hey, me and my niggas be counting them figures we need like a hundred or more. I know some bitches who see them some money, they pennies go right to the floor. I'm on a mission to get what I'm missing, I'm doing whatever it takes. See how I'm running it up. Tropic can't copy the pace, yeah. Me and my niggas be counting them figures we need like a hundred or more. I know some bitches who see them some money, they pennies go right to the floor. Mission to get what I'm missing, I'm doing whatever it takes See how I'm running it up, chop a can't copy the pigs Look, I'm everywhere, yet it's harder to catch them I make a play, hit my dance like I'm Beckham I'm in this shit like I knew it was destined I had your girl, but said, why did the West end?